John, chapter 12. Six days before Passover, Jesus went back to Bethany, where he had raised Lazarus from death. A meal had been prepared for Jesus. Martha was doing the serving, and Lazarus himself was there. Mary took a very expensive bottle of perfume and poured it on Jesus' feet. She wiped them with her hair, and the sweet smell of the perfume filled the house. A disciple named Judas Iscariot was there. He was the one who was going to betray Jesus, and he asked, Why wasn't this perfume sold for three hundred silver coins and the money given to the poor? Judas did not really care about the poor. He asked this because he carried the money bag and sometimes would steal from it. Jesus replied, Leave her alone. She has kept this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor with you, but you won't always have me. A lot of people came when they heard that Jesus was there. They also wanted to see Lazarus because Jesus had raised him from death. So the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus. He was the reason that many of the Jewish leaders were turning from them and putting their faith in Jesus. The next day, a large crowd was in Jerusalem for Passover. When they heard that Jesus was coming for the festival, they took palm branches and went out to greet him. They shouted, God bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. God bless the King of Israel. Jesus found a donkey and rode on it, just as the scriptures say. People of Jerusalem, don't be afraid. Your king is now coming and he is riding on a donkey. At first, Jesus' disciples did not understand. But after he had been given his glory, they remembered all this. Everything had happened exactly as the scriptures said it would. A crowd had come to meet Jesus because they had seen him call Lazarus out of the tomb. They kept talking about him and this miracle. But the Pharisees said to each other, There is nothing that can be done. Everyone in the world is following Jesus. Some Greeks had gone to Jerusalem to worship during Passover. Philip from Bethsaida in Galilee was there too. So they went to him and said, Sir, we would like to meet Jesus. Philip told Andrew, and then the two of them went to Jesus and told him. Jesus said, The time hath come for the Son of Man to be given his glory. I tell you for certain that a grain of wheat that falls on the ground will never be more than one grain unless it dies. But if it dies, it will produce lots of wheat. If you love your life, you will lose it. If you give it up in this world, you will be given eternal life. If you serve me, you must go with me. My servants will be with me wherever I am. If you serve me, my Father will honor you. Now I am deeply troubled. And I don't know what to say. But I must not ask my father to keep me from this time of suffering. In fact, I came into the world to suffer. So, Father, bring glory to yourself. A voice from heaven then said, I have already brought glory to myself, and I will do it again. When the crowd heard the voice, some of them thought it was thunder, Others thought an angel had spoken to Jesus. Then Jesus told the crowd, 
That voice spoke to help you, not me. This world's people are now being judged, and the ruler of this world is already being thrown out. If I am lifted up above the earth, I will make everyone want to come to me. Jesus was talking about the way he would be put to death. The crowd said to Jesus, The scriptures teach that the Messiah will live forever. How can you say that the Son of Man will be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Jesus answered, The light will be with you for only a little longer. Walk in the light while you can. Then you won't be caught walking blindly in the dark. Have faith in the light while it is with you, and you will be children of the light. After Jesus had said these things, he left and went into hiding. He had performed a lot of miracles among the people, but they were still not willing to have faith in him. This happened so that what the prophet Isaiah had said would come true. Lord, who has believed our message, and who has seen your mighty strength? The people could not have faith in Jesus because Isaiah had also said, The Lord has blinded the eyes of the people, and he has made the people stubborn. He did this so that they could not see or understand, and so that they would not turn to the Lord and be healed. Isaiah said this because he saw the glory of Jesus and spoke about him. Even then many of the leaders put their faith in Jesus, but they did not tell anyone about it. The Pharisees had already given orders for the people not to have anything to do with anyone who had faith in Jesus. And besides, the leaders liked praise from others more than they liked praise from God. In a loud voice, Jesus said, Everyone who has faith in me also has faith in the one who sent me. And everyone who has seen me has seen the one who sent me. I am the light that has come into the world. No one who has faith in me will stay in the dark. I am not the one who will judge those who refuse to obey my teachings. I came to save the people of this world, not to be their judge. But everyone who rejects me and my teachings will be judged on the last day by what I have said. I don't speak on my own. I say only what the Father who sent me has told me to say. I know that his commands will bring eternal life. That is why I tell you exactly what the Father has told me. John, chapter 13 It was before Passover, and Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and to return to the Father. He had always loved his followers in this world, and he loved them to the very end. Even before the evening meal started, the devil had made Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, decide to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that he had come from God and would go back to God. He also knew that the Father had given him complete power. So during the meal, Jesus got up, removed his outer garment, and wrapped a towel around his waist. He put some water into a large bowl. Then he began washing his disciples' feet and drying them with the towel he was wearing. But when he came to Simon Peter, that disciple asked, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, 
You don't really know what I am doing, but later you will understand. You will never wash my feet, Peter replied. If I don't wash you, Jesus told him, you don't really belong to me. Peter said, Lord, don't wash just my feet. Wash my hands and my head. Jesus answered, People who have bathed and are clean all over need to wash just their feet. And you, my disciples, are clean, except for one of you. Jesus knew who would betray him. That is why he said, except for one of you. After Jesus had washed his disciples' feet and had put his outer garment back on, he sat down again. Then he said, Do you understand what I have done? You call me your teacher and Lord, and you should, because that is who I am. And if your Lord and teacher has washed your feet, you should do the same for each other. I have set the example, and you should do for each other exactly what I have done for you. I tell you for certain that servants are not greater than their master, and messages are not greater than the one who sent them. You know these things, and God will bless you if you do them. I am not talking about all of you. I know the ones I have chosen. But what the scriptures say must come true. And they say, The man who ate with me has turned against me. I am telling you this before it all happens. Then when it does happen, you will believe who I am. I tell you for certain that anyone who welcomes my messengers also welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. After Jesus had said these things, he was deeply troubled and told his disciples, I tell you for certain that one of you will betray me. They were confused about what he meant, and they just stared at each other. Jesus' favourite disciple was sitting next to him at the meal, and Simon motioned for that disciple to find out which one Jesus meant. So the disciple leaned toward Jesus and asked, Lord, which one of us are you talking about? Jesus answered, I will dip this piece of bread in the sauce and give it to the one I was talking about. Then Jesus dipped the bread and gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Right then, Satan took control of Judas. Jesus said, Judas, go quickly and do what you have to do. No one at the meal understood what Jesus meant. But because Judas was in charge of the money, some of them thought that Jesus had told him to buy something they needed for the festival. Others thought that Jesus had told him to give some money to the poor. Judas took the piece of bread and went out. It was already night. After Judas had gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man will be given glory, and he will bring glory to God. Then, after God is given glory because of him, God will bring glory to him, and God will do it very soon. My children, I will be with you for a little while longer, then you will look for me, but you won't find me. I tell you, just as I told the people, you cannot go where I am going. But I am giving you a new command. You must love each other just as I have loved you. If you love each other, 
Everyone will know that you are my disciples. Simon Peter asked, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, You can't go with me now, but later on you will. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I go with you now? I would die for you. Would you really die for me? Jesus asked. I tell you for certain that before a rooster crows, you will say three times that you don't even know me. John chapter 14 Jesus said to his disciples, Don't be worried. Have faith in God and have faith in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. I wouldn't tell you this unless it was true. I am going there to prepare a place for each of you. After I have done this, I will come back and take you with me. Then we will be together. You know the way to where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we don't even know where you are going. How can we know the way? I am the way, the truth and the life. Jesus answered, Without me, no one can go to the Father. If you had known me, you would have known the Father. But from now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. That is all we need. Jesus replied, Philip, I have been with you for a long time. Don't you know who I am? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. How can you ask me to show you the Father? Don't you believe that I am one with the Father and that the Father is one with me? What I say isn't said on my own. The Father who lives in me does these things. Have faith in me when I say that the Father is one with me and that I am one with the Father, or else have faith in me simply because of the things I do. I tell you for certain that if you have faith in me, you will do the same things that I am doing. You will do even greater things now that I am going back to the Father. Ask me, and I will do whatever you ask. This way the Son will bring honor to the Father. I will do whatever you ask me to do. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will do as I command. Then I will ask the Father to send you the Holy Spirit, who will help you and always be with you. The Spirit will show you what is true. The people of this world cannot accept the Spirit because they don't see or know Him. But you know the Spirit, who is with you and who will keep on living in you. I won't leave you like orphans. I will come back to you. In a little while, the people of this world won't be able to see me, but you will see me. And because I live, you will live. Then you will know that I am one with the Father. You will know that you are one with me, and I am one with you. If you love me, you will do what I have said, and my Father will love you. I will also love you and show you what I am like. The other Judas, not Judas Iscariot, then spoke up and asked, Lord, what do you mean by saying that you will show us what you are like? 
but you will not show the people of this world. Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, they will obey me. Then my Father will love them, and we will come to them and live in them. But anyone who doesn't love me won't obey me. What they have heard me say doesn't really come from me, but from the Father who sent me. I have told you these things while I am still with you, but the Holy Spirit will come and help you, because the Father will send the Spirit to take my place. The Spirit will teach you everything and will remind you of what I said while I was with you. I give you peace, the kind of peace that only I can give. It isn't like the peace that this world can give, so don't be worried or afraid. You have already heard me say that I am going and that I will also come back to you. If you really love me, you should be glad that I am going back to the Father because He is greater than I am. I am telling you this before I leave, so that when it does happen, you will have faith in me. I cannot speak with you much longer because the ruler of this world is coming. But he has no power over me. I obey my Father so that everyone in the world might know that I love him. It is time for us to go now. John chapter 15 Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts away every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, but he trims clean every branch that does produce fruit, so that it will produce even more fruit. You are already clean because of what I have said to you. Stay joined to me, and I will stay joined to you. Just as a branch cannot produce fruit unless it stays joined to the vine, you cannot produce fruit unless you stay joined to me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. If you stay joined to me, and I stay joined to you, then you will produce lots of fruit. But you cannot do anything without me. If you don't stay joined to me, you will be thrown away. You will be like dry branches that are gathered up and burned in a fire. Stay joined to me and let my teachings become part of you. Then you can pray for whatever you want and your prayer will be answered. When you become fruitful disciples of mine, my Father will be honored. I have loved you just as my Father has loved me. So remain faithful to my love for you. If you obey me, I will keep loving you, just as my Father keeps loving me because I have obeyed him. I have told you this to make you as completely happy as I am. Now I tell you to love each other, as I have loved you. The greatest way to show love for friends is to die for them. And you are my friends if you obey me. Servants don't know what their master is doing, and so I don't speak to you as my servants. I speak to you as my friends, and I have told you everything that my Father has told me. You did not choose me. I chose you and sent you out to produce fruit, the kind of fruit that will last. Then my Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name, 
So I command you to love each other. If the people of this world hate you, just remember that they hated me first. If you belonged to the world, its people would love you. But you don't belong to the world. I have chosen you to leave the world behind, and that is why its people hate you. Remember how I told you that servants are not greater than their master. So if people mistreat me, they will mistreat you. If they do what I say, they will do what you say. People will do to you exactly what they did to me. They will do it because you belong to me, and they don't know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Everyone who hates me also hates my father. I have done things that no one else has ever done. If they had not seen me do these things, they would not be guilty. But they did see me do these things, and they still hate me and my father too. That is why the scriptures are true when they say, People hated me for no reason. I will send you the Spirit who comes from the Father and shows what is true. The Spirit will help you and will tell you about me. Then you will also tell others about me, because you have been with me from the beginning.